0: me to James uh, chapter uh, 5. Praise God for the Word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's all praise God for the Word. How about that? We praise you, Lord. We thank you for the Word in Jesus' name. And y'all forgive me tonight. I I like to wear a dress when I teach the Word just to honor the Word of God. I believe that that's right, but uh, this was unexpectedly God wanted to give us something tonight, so y'all can forgive me. Amen. Uh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's read this. Verse 16. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Um, so we have a, one, one of the most popular and famous scriptures on prayer here, and it's really a very powerful scripture, and I love the amplified, uh, what it says. Uh, I like to read this scripture kind of half King James half-amplified, uh, the last part of verse 16, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man, uh, the amplified says, make tra- makes tremendous power available. Dynamic in its working, I believe it says. And so makes tremendous power available. I believe that's a little more clear than availeth much. Uh, it makes tremendous power available. And so when I'm praying... In the mornings or anytime, but I like to pray in the mornings especially. But I always, I always keep myself conscious as I'm praying in the spirit or as I'm pray- when I'm praying in English, I'm praying in the spirit because I am endeavoring to pray what the spirit is showing me. Uh, and, um, and even as I do the things like I have a book that's got scriptures that I say over my family. And then I have uh, uh a uh I have a book, which one of Charles Capps' books, that little God's Creative Power Will Work for You, the white one, the little white book, which is all uh, has changed my life. And it never fails to build my faith. And so I will say that. And you know that's praying too. That's praying. But I always and, and then I have uh I have a book, and we're going to, uh, well, I won't tell you that. But anyway, I have a book that's Prosperity Confessions. That's just about three little pages long. Um, and then I have, um, uh, I, I use Pastor Buzzy's um I don't know, it's just something, I think it was $2 he sold here, and it's just stapled together in one corner of scriptures for healing. I have that, and I like to use that in my prayer time. And, um, and of course, I have my Bible, and I have a notebook and all this. But I endeavor, when I'm using this, not to just be... Just oh, just repetitively doing things every morning the same way. But I endeavor to be led by the Spirit, and so I'll stack all this stuff in my lap, and I'll I, and I'll think and I'll think. Okay, am, am, what am I supposed to do first? And if I don't feel like it's time to declare those, you know, you want to declare these things under the anointing of the Spirit, and so I'll wait. I may pray in tongues an hour, and then I may declare one of them or i may pray in tongues 10 minutes or five minutes and then i may pick up one of them and i start to speak that and i don't i pay attention to it i'm not letting my mind water if it wanders i bring it back and uh um And you know, if I'm being overly distracted while I pray, I find out why. I mean, I try to say, okay, I must not be doing what the Holy Ghost is leading right now because it's not being productive. It's not flowing. So we need to be praying in the Spirit. But when I pray in the Spirit, I always try to remain conscious that I'm making tremendous power available. Because you are. You're making tremendous power available. And the Bible, God God has used this for years to motivate me over in Hebrews. Uh, If you want to turn over there, we will. Um, Just turn back a few pages to Hebrews chapter um, 11 and verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so I remind myself, and I know it's the Holy Ghost reminding me to remind myself, I remind myself that he rewards me for diligently seek him. That I'm not just doing this. And a lot of people have just never gotten inspired to pray because they have never realized what, re- what a reward it is and how we make tremendous power available. See, they don't understand the, how the system works. God has a system. It's called the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a system. The kingdom of heaven is a place but the kingdom of god is a system and if you don't understand how the system works and you're just you're waiting on god to do something well god's already done all he's going to do and so he's waiting on you to do something he's waiting on you to you have to get he, god does everything legally and he never violates the system And, you know, and sometimes people have this idea, you know, you'll read a scripture and say, now this is how the requirement, like tithing or something, let's just use that as an example. And they'll want God to, yeah, but God make an exception for me because God, you understand where I'm at. But God can't make an exception for you because long before you were ever born, Before the foundations of the earth, he set up a working system, an operating system. Sometimes I'm like that with my computer. It's like, but couldn't you make an exception? But that computer has an operating system. And, you know, I'm, and, you know, but I want, I've been wanting it to make an exception. We had to send my computer because it was sick to, uh, to somebody to, to heal it. And, um, and so they healed it too good. And now it's like, and so he's like, this guy says, okay, I want you to be on Firefox or something. I don't know. And so, and he took everything, he took things off of my computer. I wanted like he took off Adobe flash player. And so I go to these websites to play this video. I'm wanting to see some video on some website like Sid Roth or something like that. And it says, you will have to have Adobe Flash Player. And so I and click here to download. Well, I say click, I click there to download and it won't download because he's put so much protection on my computer because I had these problems that he's got me so protected I can't download nothing. I mean, I am just, I am, I am protected. Um, So anyway, um, and so I want it to make an exception because I want to watch this video and bless God, I want to watch it now. And pastor is not here to fix it for me or he don't have time or whatever at that moment. And I'm like, I want an exception, but it's an, I, I do understand this, that it's an operating system. It's a system. And it's not going to make an exception. And see, that's how God is, is He wants us to work His system. And so our prayers are are, are participating in the kingdom of God or in the system. And they give God a legal right to do what we want Him to do. I mean, we make tremendous power available. We have to make the power available. But we a lot of times want to go about our business and then we say, Oh God, 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 I got, oh God, oh God. And you know, certainly sometimes we do tap into mercy. But a lot of times one of the reasons we tap into mercy is just because somebody else was praying or praying for us. And sometimes the reason we don't tap in and we like, well, he didn't answer me this time is because, well, nobody was praying that time. Because God will look all over the Earth and try to find something to use to help you, because He loves you and He does want to help you, and he'll look all over the I mean he'll he'll go to Korea anyway he'll go to, He'll go over there and, and on Prayer mountain over there with Dr. Cho, and he'll look for some little Korean lady praying and see if he can find that pathway into your life. Amen. But we have to give him pathways into our life. And we do that with prayer. And we give him pathways into our children's lives. And not only that, but our prayers now give him pathways into our grandchildren who aren't even born. And when we're already gone, our prayers will still be given pathways into our grandchildren and great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren. And I'm still reaping benefits from my grandmother Newcomb who was Pentecostal and prayed in tongues. A lot of the things in my life that I have, one because my parents prayed because they didn't. One because I prayed because I didn't. It's like, okay, why didn't I ever get into this or try that or be tempted for this? Because somebody had already took care of it. before. When I, My grandmother Newcomb died when I was in fifth grade, but she had taken care of some things in the spirit. Hallelujah. And so so your prayers are important. They make tremendous power available, and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And so we're going to oh hallelujah. So your prayers are being used all over the earth and and and, and uh, it's powerful to pray. It is so so powerful and it's so wonderful. I don't understand. Well, I I do I, I sympathize but I don't understand. I sympathize with people that just don't really want to pray because I used to kind of be that way. A lot of it was because I was afraid. I didn't know how rewarding it would be. And I didn't, I thought, I thought it would, that I thought if you ever r- 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 submitted to prayer that you were going to be one of those that prayed 12 hours a day. But you won't. I, you won't be that way. It doesn't take as long as you think to be very powerful in prayer. But it does take some time. And so he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And he's a he's a and, and our prayers make tremendous power available. I just feel led, and I don't know why, to go over to uh, go over to 1 Timothy chapter 2. So let's let's think about this for a moment because it's very important that all of your prayers not be about you. It's it's important for us to mature past that. And it's, and for us not to be always only going to God when we have a desperate need or just to get our our little wants, you know, with our little want list. And Lord, I just thank you for my car and I thank you for my dress and I thank you for my jewelry that you're going to give me, 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 me. Well, you know, it's just that's, there's just more to it than that. And, uh, the Bible says that if you will seek first the kingdom of God, that all those things will be added unto you. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of people are never gonna see the fruition of their faith because they don't seek first the kingdom of God. Really, they really seek first the kingdom of self and you know if you have a sickness or anything like that in your body that will try to draw you off too to always praying about yourself 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 i know about that myself okay first timothy chapter 2 he says i exhort therefore that first of all supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. And so he tells us in here that first of all, and I think he told us first of all, because he knew that we were going to be tempted to be selfish. And we are all tempted to, if nothing else, even if we pray, it's like, okay, bless me, my husband and my kids, And sometimes we forget the body of Christ, we forget the church, we forget these. But God said, you know, if you really want your prayers to work, you really are going to have to get over on the first of all. If you really want God to answer your prayers for you, you're going to have, this is part of the system, part of the system, part of the, 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 uh, operating system. What makes it work? This is part of what makes it work. This is part of what makes it flow right. This is part of how God can answer your prayers if you will do for him what he set up here. And he set up that first of all, and I, I, I believe if you look at the condition of our country, because there are literally millions of Christians in the United States of America. And there is no doubt that if everybody really did first of all here, that we wouldn't be where we're at as far as uh, the United States of America and the problems that we... Hallelujah, because the problems have come from... Uh, we, well, one thing is we've elect, we elected men and appointed men into positions, pe- men that were uh, uh, greedy... Men that were not, that weren't righteous, that didn't have the best interests of the nation at heart, that had more of their own best interests at heart. Men that will say anything to get elected. And I'm talking from, you know, from the county judge. I'm not saying, I don't even know who the county judge is, but any, I'm talking about from low levels of government into the local, all the way up. And so we've let things happen because of not first of all, we didn't first of all. First of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority. And you're saying, well, I don't know how to pray for those people. Well, it's not hard. One thing is, you you pray in tongues. So you can pray in tongues for these people. When you don't know how to pray, you can pray in tongues for them. Uh, And so one of the ways I like to do it is just say, Father, I just pray for... Uh, kings and all those that are in authority in every level of government all over the earth. And I pray, and I like to always pray wisdom. I think you can't go wrong. The Bible says, well, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. So I ask for them. I say, Lord, I ask you to give them wisdom. And Lord, I ask you to surround them with godly counselors, people that will counsel them. In, in godliness. And Father, and I always like to ask this, Lord, I ask you to strategically plant the righteous in every level of government, in every business, in, in the Pentagon, in the armies, put people, put, put righteous people there to witness, to influence. And, you know, you just can't go wrong praying these things. You just can't. And I'll pray in tongues a little bit for those that are in authority. And then I like to say, and this is scriptural. Father, I pray that any person that's wicked, that's against God, that is, um, that is, uh, that is uh, wickedly conspiring against the United States or any other government, I ask you to expose them. I ask you to uproot them and get them out of government. And I ask you, Lord, that the righteous, that you will cause them to rise to the top and be put in places of influence. The Bible says that uh, uh, some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. And it says the wicked are brought down and fallen, but we we are risen and stand uprightly. And so I'm thanking you, Lord, that the wicked are brought down and fallen in our government. Those that, have lie, those that lie, steal, cheat, those that conspire against the United States of America, Lord, you are uncovering their plots. You are exposing them in every level. And you know that you, it happens every day that God answers that prayer. You can't hardly turn on the news that somebody hadn't gotten exposed. And, you know, and a lot of times they're kind of good old boys. Like that 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 senator up in Alaska, you know he's been there in the Senate forever and he's a good old boy, but come to find out, he's taking bribes from oil companies or something up there in Alaska to get legislation through, and he got exposed and he didn't get reelected because of it. Well, praise God, he's he, he you know you can't do that, amen. But your prayers will make the difference. And I know sometimes we feel like such little people. It's like, but we shouldn't. We're powerful in the Spirit. What we look like in the natural, we're nothing like that in the Spirit. We're powerful. And so, we, but, but, but if we let the devil tell us we're little and unimportant, then we'll think, well, what good would my prayers do? Amen? Amen. And you say, and also we kind of tend to think, well, yeah, but, but so and so's praying. Brother Copeland's praying. I know he's praying. And I do comfort myself with those thoughts sometimes. <laughs> I think, well, praise God for Lynn Hammond up there in Minneapolis. She's got a prayer team that prays every morning. Well, praise God. And I comfort myself with that. I comfort myself that Terry Pearson's is praying in Fort Worth and her and her prayer teams. And Brother Copeland, I know he's praying every day. And it comforts me to know that. I know they have prayer school every day at Ramah. I comfort myself myself with that. But you know what? Hallelujah. The Bible says one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000. So if I add my prayers to it, I can make some more power available. And sometimes things just don't get done because not enough people uh, put the made power available. Things don't, when you see something not get done, you know, like like when the trade center gets, an airplane flies into it. There were intercessors that picked up on that. But they didn't, there was not enough people picking up on it and praying to get it stopped. However, they did get all the Christians prayed out of it. I mean, I I just, I think nearly, you just hear testimonies that if they were Christians, somehow God, God got them out of there. I mean, supernaturally wonderful things. And so, praise God for that much power, but perhaps we could have stopped it. And you know, there's, since then, the Christians have been more awake on praying for those things, and there has not been a terrorist attack on, on United States soil since then. And I attribute that, well, I'm, you know, I'm thankful for a godly president, but I don't think he can do anything unless the prayers pray. Amen. And so I, I attribute it, and you know, all the time they're uncovering plots for terrorist, terrorist plots. they uncover them. Well, that's people's prayers. Maybe it's your prayers, but uh, and it doesn't take long to be effective in prayer. And the things I just told you—that's how long I pray for those that are in authority. But you know, praise God. And then I pray for Jerusalem. Uh, I don't—I didn't always do this, but I'm learning. You know, just like you are, because the Bible says that we are to uh, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Right. Well, one of the things I learned is—is is it not? It is. You know, it's like you can nearly think. Lord, I don't even want to pray that because I don't think there's any hope. They're fighting over there all the time. But you know what that word, you know, that is like the fighting capital of the world is, you know, there's always something. So, but that word peace means just like we talked the other night, peace is shalom, which comes from the root word shalem. It means wholeness. So pray for the wholeness of Jerusalem. In other words, when you pray... I, so I pray that. I say, Lord, I pray that Jerusalem will be whole. They won't split it. Anybody that tries to is going to get... Don't, don't mess with Jerusalem. It's my Boy, if you want to get in trouble with God, you mess with Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we're praying. We're praying more and more. and Because we, we know we're making tremendous power available. Now, recently... I'll tell you when it was. It was November 6th because I looked back in my prayer book this morning. i guess that God knew I was going to do this because I want to know when. The Lord spoke to me. I was talking to him about finances, my personal finances and church finances. And the Lord said, Debbie, pray it through. I wrote it down in my book. Pray it through. And so I knew I was going to have to, I needed to pray in tongues some more. That I was going to have to pray some stuff through. That God had, it was his will. He had already released some things from heaven for us, but I needed to make a pathway for it with my prayers. I needed to clear out, I needed to clear out any blockages, anything that was blocking it, and I needed to pray it through. And so I've, I increased my prayer since November 6th. I just really, you know, in the summer we talked about war on lack, and I declared war on lack. Do y'all realize how prophetic that was? Because that was back in the summer before all that stock market stuff. God told us. God told his church to declare war on lack. And so um, I had been more pressing and and coming against lack and refusing lack. But um, when he gave me that word November 6th, I increased some stuff to pray some stuff through that I knew that we were supposed to have as a church and that I knew we were supposed to have. Well, hallelujah. Yesterday... I was, I got out, I have a white notebook that has all the prophecies that we have ever gotten that we have a copy of. Some of them I'm sure we've gotten that we didn't, especially back in the earlier years when we didn't know to do that. And uh, some of them we've tried to come back and remember and write down what we remembered of prophecies. And so I have that in there, too. So I was just going through them in my prayer time, and I was speaking some of them, declaring them, commanding it to come, believing I received it and pulling on it, you know. And so I got to one in 2000, and it was 2005 on the paper. And it was Steve Sampson. And he said some things over the church financially. Well, i tell you what he said. It, well, he said over me and pastor, he said, I'm going to increase your income level. And I just said to the Holy Ghost, I said, Lord, that was 2005. That was three years ago. Three and a half, more than that now. Because it was in the spring, I believe. I said, that was three years ago. I heard the Holy Ghost say, there's been some things delayed. And so I thought... Well, you know, the devil caused some things to be delayed. I thought that, and I, I'm sure that's true. And I know that that was, that was true, that witnessed to my heart. But then God showed me just a little vision. And I wanted to, I knew I had to share this with you. Didn't know it would be tonight, but I knew I did. I saw a vision of a sermon pastor preached. I think he's preached it here. I know he preached it in Seminole. It's a famous sermon. Many people have preached it. It's gone around the world, this sermon. It's called, Hold the Rope. Does anybody remember Hold the Rope? I saw a little vision of Hold the Rope. I wish I had a rope here. Does, does anybody have a rope in their purse? You know, like on Let's Make a Deal. <laughs> they, they keep stuffing. You got a rope. That's not long enough. She's got a rope. Is that the rope from Hold the Rope? It is? <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, we can play rope. Okay. I'd like for it to be long. Okay, now you're going to hold that and I'm going to hold that. In. And I saw this little vision. Just hold right there and I'll do all the work. Okay. And and the rope was slack like that. And the Lord said to me, and you know, the Lord never condemns you when he corrects you. But he said, there was a couple of years there when you and pastor held the rope and you never gave up on these prophecies and you didn't quit believing, but your rope was pretty slack. And I realized if you're holding your rope slack, you're not going to get it. And then he showed me a little vision with somebody holding the rope just taut like that. Not slack, but just taut. And he said, you're not going to get it even if you're holding the rope taut. And then I had a little vision of what Colin said about, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. Remember when he talked about, uh, what did he talk about? Um, um, What do you call that? Where you pull on both ends? tug of war. I saw, I saw, I had a little vision of what he talked about. And I saw that that's how we have to be in the spirit is like, we got to be all the time pulling on the spirit realm, pulling. I'm talking about pulling. And so I would, the Lord corrected me. And I said, I, I am pulling. I am. I, real, I, I knew when he said it, he was right. That I had let that rope just be slack. Still believing, but just kind of, you know, casually. I knew he was right. He was, God's always right. You can argue with him all day long. When he, you can, I'm telling you, this is for you right now. And you can say, no, not for me. I got my rope. I'm in the tug of war. But I guarantee you, God's right. He knows. He knows what this church needs. He knew what I needed. And he said, you've got to be like a tug of war for concerning the things that I have spoke to you. It's my will, but you've got to pull them out of the spirit realm. And not only that, you've got to pull them past all the opposition that Satan throws. And you do that in prayer, and you do that in your confession, and you do that by, but by like what we read in James, that fervent, effectual, Not casually holding your rope in a very um, lax way. You know, that's not fervent. That's not effectual. And it's not going to avail much. It's not going to make any power available. And boy, I tell you, I got hold of that rope yesterday morning and I started. And you know, sometimes things are right on the verge of coming through. And I mean, I got a hold of that. And I was what the God had promised in those prophecies. And I started pulling. I mean, I had some wonderful prophecies, and all of you do too. And I started pulling, and you know what? Sometimes things are just right there. And today, somebody called Pastor. Man, I tell you, big breakthrough. A big breakthrough. Hallelujah. Got a call. And, and I'm not taking all the credit for it. He's out here pulling on the rope too. But I'm telling you, we gotta get the slack out of our rope. We gotta get the prophecies of God back out, and we gotta and we gotta contend for it. You gotta contend for the faith, and you can't have a slack rope or even a taut rope. You gotta be in a tug of war you got to be, I'm determined, I'm getting this, and it's mine. It's already been promised. God, by the gifts of the Spirit, by revelation, spoke this forth over me. And sometimes we think it's gonna just fall on us like ripe cherries off of a tree just because a prophet said so. No, he's just telling, it's, it's not gonna fall on you like ripe cherries off of a tree, but just because the prophet said so, any more than this word's gonna fall on you like ripe cherries off of a tree. Just God said so. You will have to, that, it's just a, when the prophet speaks, he's just making the will of God for your life more clear to you so you will know what to go after and what to contend for so he will you will know it's my will for your income level to increase or whatever else he says one of the things he said over this church steve sampson every time he came for 3 years says property given He said property given, property given, property given. And then the last time he said it, the last time he brought it up, he said land. He didn't say property. He said land, which was interesting. It changed from property to land. So, I mean, I don't know what God's saying. I don't know if it's property and land or the property he was originally talking about is land. You know, but one thing about it, we need to be pulling on it. And we've got to pull on the things of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. We have to pull as a church. So every time we come to prayer on Wednesday night, we're making tremendous power available. We're pulling on the Spirit realm. Every time we uh, come together as we have prayer meetings and stuff, we're making tremendous power available. We're pulling on another realm. And sometimes we just need to pull a little harder, or maybe pull a little longer, or maybe pull a little more often. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I think we'll just do that because I'm thinking, where do we go from here? So let's just let's do some things in prayer tonight and see what happens. And we may talk about the word a little more, too. But uh, let's make some power available. Let's pull on some things in your life. Uh, let's pull on some things to, uh, to, for the new year. Let's make a pathway for some things to get to you that God wants you to have. You know, you have to make a pathway for revelation. You have to make a pathway. You know, God's not going to hit you with a bolt of revelation. You're going to have to make a pathway for it. One of the ways you do is open your Bible, but you can also call on that in the Spirit. God comes to those that want Him. He's a a gentleman. He'll knock on your door, but if you don't answer the door, He's not going to break it down. Amen. The Bible says he knocks on the door of our heart. So he will, he'll knock, but he, it's like those that uh, come in, say, come in. And those that go into the spirit, into the, he doesn't say, I'm going to bring the throne room of grace down to you and it's going to come on you. And no, he says, you come boldly into the throne room of grace and obtain grace to help in time of trouble or in time of need. So, so, so it's up to us. And And what you're having in life is exactly what you're confessing, of course, but also what you're praying through. Because you can confess all day long, but if you don't make the power available, if you don't clear the path with your prayers, and you know, I don't know what's obstructing. I don't know what's keeping what I need from me. I hadn't seen it yet. Now, if he shows me by discerning of spirits, I'll know. But I do know I can pray in the Spirit. Amen? And that's the perfect prayer. Satan doesn't understand it. I don't understand it, so I'm not even going to get in the way. And you don't understand it. Hallelujah. The only way I understand it is if God reveals it to me. But uh, hallelujah. So uh, making some power available. Making Making a way, clearing a path. Hallelujah. So let's pray a little bit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Sholaba saka brata kohosi. Inamho sa kabrata. Oh la basha kabrata koho Oh, we cast up a highway. We cast up a hai a highway. Oh la basha kabrat kohose. A bohosekrat the koho sha. Oh la bahashata boho se we command anything that's blocking finances get out of the way you say that to yours right now get out of the way anything that's blocking my harvest you get out of my the path oh my harvest in Jesus name in Jesus name every deal that's held up by a demon spirit I command the demon spirits to release it every human being that's held holding up deals well Lord we command them to be released right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Every spirit of fear that's holding up sails, we command them to release the people's minds. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. and We bind that spirit of financial fear that's gripped this nation. We bind that spirit Oh but God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind in Jesus' name. Hoda kabo shelete kebrato kohosi. Ira boho sha kabrata kaha shak. Ada boho se kebriti ki lato kebraso i kabahasha kabrata kohose, ata boho shakrato kohosi. Ila baha shakraso kozo ada boho kebrato Ila baha I ko the Oh Oh Oh, we see what we need to see, Lord. Lord, give us the revelation that we need. Oh, to pray correctly. To declare and say, Oh, Oh, Father, anything that we're saying that's blocking, Lord, we ask you to reveal it to us in Jesus' name. Oh, Brasha kahasa. O Takabratoshe. I tikito katekuse. Oh la basha kamasa kobose. Oh Takabrasha Kobose. Iba babahasha kabrasha kabasi. Ila any wrong thinking we have, Lord, correct it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hoda kabasha Kabrasha. O Takabrasha Kobuse. Ila Basha Kobuse Kibrette kibohosha. bohosha. Ada bassi tiki Oh, tekeb Jose, kohose. Anything we've pushed off into the future that's supposed to be now, Lord, reveal it in Jesus' name. Oh, labati keb rato kubuhushem. Anamohose. Oh ora cabasi Breakthroughs. Breakthroughs. We declare them. da kabrati kihoshe. Ada boho sa kabrato koho she. O bahase te kebrato ke besileti kiso. O namashe de koho sa. Ara bohose de kaso te kebrato koha ora cabrato ta koho Uncover that which is hidden, Lord. Uncover that which is hidden. Ana sete kebratu kuho she. Sing the holy angels, O oh God. Ole bete kebrato kohosha. Ada bohoshe kebraso cassa casso kara kalati. O cabrata kohosha. Ada bohoshe kebrasha. Ada bohoshe kebrata. Ole bete kebrata kohoshe. Ada bohoshe te kebrato kabata kole. Ila taka brata kote kele. teke his shata kose ke mantaco bohosi. Hina mahasa. Oh, te it, Brasha. Any, any, any person that's on the wrong path, Lord, oh, make that adjustment, Lord, in our minds and in our thinking. In Jesus' name. If anybody, I just hear it like this, that's barking up the wrong tree. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you change that. You change that. Oh, Lord, anyone that's weary and well-doing, I ask you to strengthen them. Now in Jesus' name, Arabose seke lataka brato kohoshah. Arabu te brato kata kato telete kijiki. O takabashaam, ana mose. O takabasi. O takabrasha. O takabrasha. O takabrasha. O takabrasha. Hilabashi. O takabasi. Kila toka hashab. And <laughs> ana ina Lord, show us what to sow. Show us what we need to sow. Lord, there's people that need to sow something. Lord, show us in our homes what needs to be sown. Show us with the la Lord, we're not accumulators. We're sowers. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. O Tikito kaba ha Arabo se kebrata koho oh, we let go of something so that you can release something in Jesus' name. Oh Takabra shakobose. Oh Takabrata koho si. bata kabrata kahasha. Arabo Araboho se kebratok si. e baha sha. se kebrete kehaso. so. Ina se kebrete. Oh takabrata kataka lati Shoka Basi O Takabrashe. O Takabrashe, O Takabrasha Kobose Kebrata. O takebretti kilata Gohoshem. Oh, oh, oh! Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Asakama Namasha. Oh, Takabrashi. Oh, Takabrashi. Oh, Takabrashi. Oh, we pray it through. We pray it through those things that we've been believing for. Those things that we've confessed. Ola Bashi ke Brato Kaboteke. Oh, Takabrato So 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 so. Oh, so 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 so. Oh, so 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 so. Thank you, Jesus. Everything that's embedded in the spirit realm. Lord, show us how to get it. Show us how to reach into the spirit and get it. Oh, whether it be by confession or by action. Oh, Lord, the Lord just showed me that things like... um, uh, we, we've said this, like uh, debt, supernatural debt reduction and elimination. Those things are totally in the spirit realm. They're embedded in the spirit realm. You will not get them unless you go into the spirit realm. I just saw that. And I just saw sometimes you can get like a raise or something because that's not totally over in the spirit realm. It's, for instance, sometimes just by your good hard work, you can get a raise by being a good employee. But things like supernatural debt reduction and elimination, where you gotta get some, you gotta get into the spirit realm to get it in Jesus, and that's what I want. I'm believing for God to do more than just kind of help me pay off some things. That's good, but I need supernatural elimination here, God, and I've been, you know. So we gotta get in the spirit to get that hallelujah and you know all this fear that's in our nation that is a spirit of fear and a lot of it's being uh media fueled they they lie they lie folks they lie and they distort the truth because bad news sells and you know for instance they're saying well you know it's just nearly like the the, the big depression but the, 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 the unemployment rate is so low compared to what it was in the depression. The unemployment rate's only four to six percent. It was that high when Reagan was president. But we see, we got this scare tactic going on in the media. Amen? Amen. And so don't let it get on you as the church. But when the world is in famine, that's when the church is supposed to prosper more than ever. The Bible says that. The Bible says Isaac prospered in famine. He got a hundredfold return in famine. But it also says he sowed in famine. So now's not the time to say, well, now let's just be careful here for your sowing. No, you need to sow right now in famine. You need to keep your sowing strong in the church. You need to, sew. and and I just was quickening I was quickening in the spirit. We are to look around our house at all the abundance and get some things out of our house. And now's the time to sow them into other people. And don't worry about will they like it. Find out from God what you're supposed to sow and give it to them. And you know, release them also in your heart that if they just want to pass it on, that's good too. They want to sow it again. It's the twice-sown seed. If they put it in their house and look at it and admire it, great. But that's sown once. But if they sow it again, it's even better for you because it's the twice-sown seed. And there is a power to that. And so this is the time for that. I know, Wanda, I'm supposed to give you something. I've known it for two weeks and I keep forgetting to do it. But I know the Lord just said, so I'm bringing you something, Wanda from my house from you're getting something from my house hallelujah and you know those are some of those things are special that you that's really given so ask your ask the lord if you're supposed to sow something it'll release things in the spirit hallelujah and you know um praise god praise god and of course we we're sowing into the single mothers and and that's good sowing too boy that god's that gets god's heart so praise god for that Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Let's see. Pastor, you got some stuff? Mm. Thank Colin, you got some stuff? Thank you, Lord. Chris, you got some stuff? Thank you, Jesus. Want to give out anything? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. You're just speaking to us now. Thank you, Father, for breakthrough strategies. Lord, we don't lean to our own understanding. And try to figure out how it would work and why that little picture or that little ring would affect how it would. We don't have to know how it affects the spirit realm. We just trust that it does. In Jesus' name. So we release any seed that you have called us to sow. We release that by faith right now. Go ahead. If God's told you something, go ahead and sow it right now even though you hadn't actually turned it over. In your heart, sow it. And, you know, and that means that'll help you follow through on it. And it'll also get that harvest. going ahead and, you know, we can go ahead and release that those in things into the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we ask you to help Word of Life Church, corporate body, to get where we're supposed to be so that we can be what You've called us to be for this community, this state, and this nation. And Lord, we don't even pretend to be smart enough or wise enough or anointed enough to do that. But Lord, we know that it's our desire to to serve You with all our heart and to accomplish what You have called us to, to run our course, to finish our course before Jesus comes back. So thank you for all the equipping and all the, everything that's needed, whether it be a, a minister that comes in or whether it be a, a finances or that property or anything that's needed to get us where we need to be. And certainly, outpourings of the Holy Ghost are needed. So Lord, even for this Sunday, we come expecting that this Sunday will be different. It will be special. There will be an outpouring. In Jesus' name of power, that things will be loose, things will be turned loose. Father, I ask you, because you reminded me of this, so I'm going to ask, that you give the people of this church a vision of what you want to give them. Lord, some of them have been believing for things that they just thought of but I ask you to give them a vision of what you want to give them, that they will see it. Maybe it'll be an amount, a check, uh, or, or maybe it'll be a, a thing, but show them what you want to give them so they can start believing for it. The, the Holy Ghost reminded me of that just then, of, of what I was inspired by this. I read it in a Francis Hunter's book, on healing but she was talking about finances and she said she asked the Lord to give her a vision of what he wanted to be given to their ministry and the Lord gave her a vision of a five thousand dollar check and so she started praying and believing for it and declaring it and I was really and then I think she said that after she got that, she said, now, Lord, show me a vision of the next thing you want to be given. And he showed her another check. I can't remember the amount. It was more than 5000 But anyway, I was really quickened by that. And I asked the Lord to show me what he wanted to be given to us, being pastor. And he showed me something, and it shocked me what he showed me. And I saw it uh, just as plain, and now I, just, I can see it without even working at seeing it. And I just felt that come up in my heart as we prayed, that that's what God wants you to do, to ask Him what He wants you to see, to let you have a little vision of it. And it won't be like, oh, you're caught up in the third heaven vision, or probably it might be, or you have a dream, it could be. But it may just be just like kind of a little window opens and you see something. (laughs) But a lot of times, we're believing for things that we just dreamed of. And it's really nothing more than our greed and our lust. And you know, it's possible for all of us to have that problem, you know. So, but if we ask the Holy Ghost to show us what He wants us to, He wants to bring to us, then it won't be a product of greed and lust, will it? It'll be according to His will. And I know the Lord's done that with me several times, where He told me stuff. But you know, if He's not telling us anything, we ought to ask Him, cause He always wants us to be believing Him for something. There's always something He wants to do for us, and it might not even be uh, materialistic. It might be something else that He puts, that He shows us that He wants us to, He wants us to see a little vision of. So ask the Lord to be showing you that. I've already asked Him, and you know, you just be. I tell you what, I've already asked Him. You just Get ready to receive that Because you're going to see it Unless you just close your mind to it You're going to see that Because the Lord brought that up as I prayed He reminded me Amen So we thank you Lord We thank you Lord We're receiving And now I want to tell you I just feel quickened to tell you this Don't If he shows you a check for $5,000 do not argue with him And say "But God my bill My credit card bill is 10000 And that's what I'm believing for No Just let the Holy Ghost do this and He will get you there, Amen. You know, because I've been there before, where it's like, you know, the Lord say, "I won't give you five hundred dollars." And I'd say, "Well, that ain't near enough." You, know, <laughs> you know? <Huh. laughs> Multiply that by hundred, Lord. No, no, you know, let the Holy Ghost show you something. So, don't be disappointed if it's something littler. Don't be disappointed if it's not that thing that you really, really wanted. Because you, I can tell you from experience, you're going to be happy if you get what God wants you to have. You're going to like it better than you thought you would like it. He has given me houses that I didn't think were the best. And I ended up absolutely thinking, God, this house is just, it just blesses me, blesses me, blesses me. And I just, you know, but my mind, when I looked at that house, said, well, this is wrong with it and that's wrong with it. You know, it's got a bathroom with a window on the street. They're going to see us sitting on the pot. And it does, doesn't it? (laughs) And when you sit there, you think, "Mm." you just watch the neighbors while you sit on the pot. (laughs) And you think, but when I lived in that house, which Colin and Chris are living in now, I'm telling you, it was just like blessing would wash over me. How much I, you know, when you just feel at home and you just feel settled and you just feel, I mean, in God and and but I I wouldn't have picked that house out, but He knew, He knew, Hallelujah! So uh, you know you can you can trust the Holy Ghost to pick your stuff for you, Amen. And cars I wouldn't have picked. It's like oh they're good and you know what also they sell good when you want to get rid of them. Hallelujah. And they run good. And houses the same way. Houses you wouldn't pick, that's the ones that will go up in value. Hallelujah. And the ones you pick with your flesh, that's the ones that's like, oh my Lord. Hallelujah. The flesh profiteth nothing. Amen. Well, let's be dismissed. I speak God's blessing on you. We've prayed, Lord. We've believed. Now I speak the blessing of God on your people. I thank you. They're going to hear and see and know like that, like never before because it's that season. It's that time. And so we declare it in Jesus' name. And this church is blessed. It's increasing in every area. Increase the.